Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, fall is in the air and the CityCast team is ready to get out of town. This is the first in a three-part series on fall getaways. Today we're talking about places to rest, relax, peep some leaves, breathe in the nature, and try not to think about our growing to-do list for at least a few days. It's Tuesday, September 26th. I'm Megan Harris and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I'm here with the whole team to share some of our favorite fall getaways. Lead producer Mallory Falk. Hello. Audio producer Sophia Lowe. Hey there. And hey Pittsburgh editor Francesca DeBecco. Hey everyone. This is going to be fun. So a couple of days ago, I was checking out the leaf map for this part of the world. Um, You know how you can tell like when the leaves are starting to turn pretty colors. And for the millionth year in a row, I am really surprised how late it is. Um, Anyone want to take a guess what Pittsburgh's optimal weekend is supposed to be? Hmm. I mean, you said late. I was originally thinking like beginning of October. Is that wrong? Price is right rules here. What do you think, Mallory? You want to take a guess? I know. Well, you kind of gave the hint because that would have been my guess too. like maybe next weekend. But um, now I'm going to say, I don't know, like the 20th. I mean, look out Yin's windows. You can see that it's definitely not this coming weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, what about you? Yeah, I mean, based on your whole leaf comment out the window, everything's green. So I will go even later and say end of October. Mm, so in the middle, actually, uh, according to SmokyMountains.com, I love that they have this beautiful national map. We'll link it in the show notes. Uh, it'll be on or around the weekend of October 16th. So that's kind of cool. So we're giving people like a pretty decent runway to go make their weekend plans to check out the foliage. It's almost like we planned it this way. Um, <laughs> So we've got a couple options for people, um, stuff that you can get to within an hour of the city or about there. Um, So easily accessible for a car trip, a day trip, and then places within four hours or thereabouts. Um, So maybe an overnight or more, unless you are just a really ambitious traveler. Um, I think we've got you covered. Yeah, make a weekend out of it. Francesca, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So have any of you been to McConnell's Mill State Park? Not in many, many years. Yeah, I went a bunch as a child, but haven't been more recently. Well, Sophia, I know you're the new kid in town, so maybe this is one you'll want to seek out soon or folks who are listening. Um, So it's in Portersville in Lawrence County. That's about 40 minutes north of Pittsburgh. And it's a historic mill with this like deep scenic gorge um, and the restored water mill as a covered bridge at the bottom. It's really beautiful, especially in the fall time with all of the foliage. But there are a ton of trails around, including a pair of trails that lead to a waterfall 
And one of the most accessible waterfalls, I think, is um, Hell's Hollow. So it's really pretty, um, not too far away from Pittsburgh and a great um, weekend away. And there's like campgrounds nearby too, if you want to, you know, rough it for a little bit, pitch up a tent. (laughs) And Amish country too, if you want to like get a sense of the simpler life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. um, You can visit their markets and their shops and get some like handmade quilts or cheese and other things like that. I would definitely pick up some cheese there. Um, So my pick is a little bit different. I would love to get a chance to check out Laurel Caverns. That's about an hour and a half southeast. It's the largest cave in Pennsylvania. There are options for self-guided tours and guided tours. Uh, And I actually talked to the president of Pittsburgh Grotto. That's the local group of the National Speleological Society. Who got that in one take. (laughs) (laughs) I practice saying that. But anyway, the president, (laughs) Trevor Ciccinelli, shared a little bit about what it's like there. They have the wild section, which is basically nearly unmodified. And that's a good taste of what a natural cave feels like. You can start out in the commercial section, which has lights and handrails and, you know, the whole nine yards. So Trevor also leads beginner's cave tours, and here's what he shared about where he goes for those. Uh, I like to go to Barton's. It's down in Uniontown. It has a long, mostly walking section, a little bit of climbing, and then it has a long, low, wet section that we don't have to do. And so that's real nice. We can get a little bit of a trip in. We can come back to the one main room. I can say, hey, how's everyone feeling? Is anyone real tired or cold or hurt or anything? You know, is anyone real get, getting real squirrely? And if everyone's feeling good, we can go do the real, real cavey portion. A couple different experiences, depending on if you want to be standing upright the whole time or not. Yeah, Trevor takes it super seriously. Um, he seemed like the kind of guy who enjoys a hands and knees situation. I have to say, caving isn't like the thing I think of, of for fun, but he makes it sound <laughs> fun. Um, and I'm interested because my grandma grew up in Uniontown and I've been wanting to visit the summit out there. It's a great place you can stay. Um, it's historic. So like if you know, you want to make a weekend out of it too, that's possible. That's great. I love that. So if you would rather be outdoors than indoors, uh, hands and knees <laughs> is not for you. My pick is Ohio Pile State Park. Um, Oh, classic. Very classic. There's so much to do there. You can go whitewater rafting on the Yakagani River. If you want to sound like you really are in the know, you can call it the Yak. Um, There's a lot of beautiful hiking through the fall foliage. And then I really love biking on the Yakagani River Trail. Um, It used to be the rail bed for the Western Maryland Railroad. When I was a kid, we'd take these bike trips where we'd bike from Ohio Pile to Confluence and then grab lunch at River's Edge Cafe which is still standing, still serving up food. Oh, my God. You did that when you were a kid? That's a very long bike trip. <laughs> How fun, though. Yeah, I was, I guess, like a, about 11 miles each way. But, um, yeah, I love going back to kind of recreate this childhood memory. It's a great place to go biking. Um, I bet it's really pretty this time of year. Yeah. yeah, and they have campsites and cottages. So there's lots of space out there for you if that sounds like something you might enjoy. Yeah. And then, you know, this is pretty short notice, but if you're looking for plans this Friday, um, there are two Legends of Ohio Pile events where you can go for a guided hike through the woods and hear tales of mystery, magic, and perhaps murder. Um, Spooky. Yeah. One is a little more kid-friendly, and then the other (laughs) that happens later in the night is a little scarier and takes place totally in the dark. So if you need something to do this weekend and you like a... uh, 
creepy little hike with some creepy little tales, this might be the thing for you. (laughs) I love this. How about you, Megan? Yeah. So actually, Francesca reminded me of this one um, and I couldn't say no. So I pick Harmony, Pennsylvania, which is one hour north of Pittsburgh, like barely off of I-79. Megan, you told me about some history uh, about Harmony that I did not know about before. And I think this town is so much more interesting now. So share it with our listeners. (laughs) Um, There's historical markers all over town and a bunch of great history, even a museum there that can tell you way more about it. But um, I'm a little biased. I have family in the area. But yeah, so Harmony was founded in 1805. Um, It existed for 100 years. It was a group of exiled and very pious Germans that followed their like prophet leader to Western Pennsylvania, where other German settlements were going to follow very shortly. Um, They eventually formed three settlements in the U.S. The first one was Harmony, PA. At their peak, the group, and they held everything in like a common trust. So like no one individual owned anything. Everyone owned owned everything collectively, it was worth $2 million Wow! wow. in the 1800s. Yeah, I was going to say, what year? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But with all of that piety, here's the problem. Church leaders and therefore the town leaders went through this zealous period where everyone was encouraged to remain celibate. Everyone. Married people, Not married people. So you can imagine what that sort of rule does down the line to a very insular group. They didn't have enough members to keep going by 1905. So that 100-year period, they had three members and they dissolved. That's some weird That seems like you could have figured that out on the front end. One would think. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so those are the Harmonists or the Harmony Society. Um, Now it's a quaint little town with great sidewalks, old buildings, nice restaurants, um, this grassy fenced area where they buried all their dead people, but without markers. So that's fun to be aware of if you're picnicking right there. Um, And then coming up, they have... there's no one to tend it because they were all (laughs) celibate. No one to tend the graves. It's it's very well tended. I can can confirm. Not sure who does it. But yeah, if you are into any of this, there's a Sleepy Hollow Festival in Harmony coming up uh, Saturday, October 14th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you can learn all about the society that no longer is. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So those were all within an hour of Pittsburgh. Now we're going to talk about some that maybe require a little bit more of a commitment. Um, Our general arbitrary rule for this was around four hours, um, but I think we've all uh, established a little wiggle room here and there in the margins. Mallory, (laughs) you want to start? I think you're headed south. Yeah, south to uh, Davis, West Virginia. So it's about three hours south of Pittsburgh. Um, It's an incredible place to see the fall foliage. There's tons of biking and hiking trails, waterfalls. I definitely recommend hiking in Blackwater Falls State Park. There are several breweries and distilleries you can check out. This restaurant and bar called The Purple Fiddle has live music Thursdays through Sundays. I love that place so much. They always have such good acts. They're sleepers. Yeah, no, it's a great spot. So you can really like from, you know, some local beer to some live music to incredible hiking and biking. Um, You can really experience it all. I sound like the tourism bureau, but you really can experience (laughs) it all. No, I love this because it's like nature plus entertainment. It's everything you could want out of a little trip. But I think it's interesting, too, because it's a wetland. Usually their foliage peaks a teeny bit early. Oh, Yeah, I was looking on a uh, tourism site and it said that um, as a local rule of thumb, peak foliage time occurs somewhere in the first 10 days of October. Um, So it says, you know, the last week of September through the whole month of October is our glorious autumn foliage season. But if you really (laughs) want to be there for the peak, uh, you might want to make a trip there sooner rather than later. Um, If you do miss it in Davis, though, just a teeny bit further south, you can also check out the New River Gorge, um, which is our nation's newest national park. It was redesignated in 2020, um, and their leaves typically pop at least a couple weeks after ours. All right. I'm packing my bags now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Francesca, where are you taking us? Yes. So did Yins know that we have a Grand Canyon in Pennsylvania? I did. Yes. I actually did not. All right. Okay. Well, hopefully some of our listeners also did not know um, and maybe they'll want to go this season. So it's in Wellsboro, PA. That's about four hours northeast of Pittsburgh in both Lycoming and Tioga counties. Um, It's also called the Pine Creek Gorge. It stretches over 45 miles and goes nearly 1,500 feet deep. It's so pretty, guys. It's been a while since I've been there. It's been quite a long time, um, but I could never forget those views. Um, It also has gorgeous waterfalls and the bright foliage just like pops out of this deep canyon. It's it's beautiful. My one pro tip is to make sure you check the weather report before you go, because we went on a cloudy day and you cannot see anything. It was pure clouds and fog up there. So while I have technically been, I have seen nothing. Oh, no, (laughs) that's so sad. Good point. Good point, Megan. Um, Well, while you're there, uh, definitely check out the Pine Creek Rail Trail. Um, It's a converted railroad bed that travels along Pine Creek Gorge at the floor of the canyon. So that's really cool. There's awesome uh, bike 
biking and hiking spots too. And if you're looking for places to stay, there are cabins and cottages all over and campgrounds. Um, so there's definitely lots to do. There's also the little Wellsboro town. And I was looking up and you can find um, some cool things there like um, the Emerge Healing Arts and Spa if you want to treat yourself. Um, there's also this cute little cafe called Stacy K's Cafe. It looks like a little cottage, guys. It's so cute. And it looks like their main thing on their menu is a waffle witches, which is like a sandwich with waffles. Um, Amazing. Not, not what I thought that was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really love this because all of the names of their food items on their menu are named after books. So it's like the cozy cabin vibes you could dream of. Yeah. So my pick is also in that area. I've been wanting to get to Cherry Springs State Park. That's in Cowdersport, PA. Oh, yeah, um, that's pretty close by. Yeah, yeah. So this is the only dark sky certified park in Pennsylvania. So it's a great place in general for stargazing, seeing meteor showers, Venus, the Milky Way. There's a potential to see the northern lights. Ooh, uh, so cool. Yeah. Now, I'm not an expert on what you can see in the fall, but there are guided tours with the park staff, uh, intro to the fall sky. And they'll be talking about some constellations. And this is on Saturdays. Uh, it started on September 23rd and will run through the end of October. But you can also just go to the park um, even without signing up for that program. Sophia, this has been on my list forever because, like you said, it's the only place in Pennsylvania where you can be without lights. Like we've talked about that on the show, like the light pollution that is so damaging and troublesome in all of our cities and towns in Pennsylvania. But this park isn't subject to that. It's like actually got a vantage that removes all of that pollution so you can get like an unfiltered view of our sky. It's super cool. Is that what it means to be dark sky certified? Yeah. And we're one of only a handful in the Northeast. They're all over the country, just not a ton that are accessible to us. Yeah. Don't like astronomers go there and like set up their telescopes? I mean, astronomers set up our telescopes in the their backyards in the North Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I feel like it's like a destination or I've heard it that. Is, yeah, Anyways, totally. it sounds really cool. So you definitely don't need to bring a telescope there, um, but the park website does recommend that you bring binoculars. And if you are taking flashlights, it's a really good idea to bring one with a red filter. That's to preserve night vision. And uh, it mm. seems like some parts of the park won't allow the regular white flashlights. Um, and here's another place where you can reserve the campsite. Uh, the Cherry Springs Rustic Campground is open through October. And uh, even though this is a park that's open all the time, one of the benefits of going in the fall is that the nights are starting to get longer. Beautiful. The way I'll describe the views in this area remind me of the Kenzua Bridge. It's about two hours west of that area and three hours northeast of downtown. I think I'm getting that right. We'll post some pictures to it in our show notes or links to them. I really encourage everyone to Google this just because it's a marvel to look at even in photographs. Um, it's pronounced Kinzu by locals, but Kinzua in the Seneca language. It was one of the tallest railroad bridges in the world, built in 1881, but collapsed in a tornado 20 years ago this year. Um, wow. It had been paused at the time for renovations, um, but they had been having tourist trains go across it for years and years and years long after it was used for commercial purposes. Um, but now it's this really gorgeous, incredible skywalk with hiking trails because um, the state decided to leave it. So the wreckage of those tall railroad spires are now just like hanging out in the valley as like a purposeful homage to nature's power. I think it's so cool. Wow. So Megan, is that your recommendation or do you have another spot for us? 
<laughs> that was my accidental one just because I like telling yins about the history. Um, <laughs> this is so cool, though. Uh, which actually seems right because I'm taking you out of state for my last one. Um, Keuka Lake in New York is part of the Finger Lakes formation. So it's I'm cheating a little. It's four and a half hours northeast oh, close of enough. Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you stop in Erie or Rochester or Niagara Falls, all of which are an amazing addition to this road trip. Um, but in Keuka, though, there are a bunch of little rentals all over the lake. I really love staying in Penyan in its northern tip of this lake. Um, there's restaurants and great coffee shops. Francesca, you would die at the cuteness. Um, or grocery oh stores if you're making a longer stay. Um, the lakes themselves are great for water sports. It's a little chilly this time of year, but if that's your thing, you can definitely do it. I have before. Um, and there's an awesome bike trail, too, that takes you across the lakes. But the thing that this whole area is mostly known for are wineries. So they're all over the lake, like dozens and dozens and dozens. Um, and the tastings are either free or extremely cheap, um, even by Pittsburgh standards. Do you have a favorite wine from that area? Uh, it's really similar to Germany, like the terroir and the latitude. Um, so my favorites are dry wines mostly. Um, at Kiyuka, I really like Point of the Bluff, Weiss, and McGregor. Um, but there's something for everyone. Good. I like sweet wines. They have those too, like dozens and dozens of them. Um, I've been more picky trying to find the dry ones I like. <laughs> Megan, I've been wanting to go to the Finger Lakes for a long time, so I'm going to follow your exact recommendations here. <laughs> I'm going to give you um, a different uh, winery recommendation um, based on their iced wines. If y'all like sweet, especially this time of year, iced wines are where it's at. They're so good. And not to, um, I, we're very classy here talking about different wines and terroir. How do you say it? <laughs> you did it. Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> um, but Megan, you mentioned that you can stop in Rochester along the way if you want to break the trip up. Um, I have family in Rochester and I would highly recommend if you want to kick the weekend off with just like a, a belly full of food, then definitely get a Rochester garbage plate um, on your way to the Finger what? Lakes. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> Sophia is shaking her head. <laughs> My sister goes to school in Rochester. She's told me about this. Not for me. <laughs> it's actually not for me either, really. But I just, you know, I don't know. It's I feel like it's the equivalent of telling people they got to get a Permanis in Pittsburgh. Even if it's not your thing, you need to experience it at least once. Um, a traditional garbage plate is your uh, choice of cheeseburger, hamburger, white or red hots. Italian sausage, chicken, or grilled cheese served on top of any combination of home fries, french fries, baked beans, and or macaroni salad, and usually topped with the Rochester-style meat hot sauce. Uh, mustard, onions, and ketchup are optional. This is according to the Visit Rochester site. So, you know, if you're gearing up for a weekend where you're going to be really getting in touch with the outdoors, experiencing the changing of seasons, going for rugged hikes, having some classy wine tastings, like, you gotta... You got to experience Balance. the high culture and the low culture. You can do it all in one weekend. It's all about the balance. Destroy yourself, body and soul. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That actually sounds like something that a lot of Pittsburghers would be into eating. Um, this is so interesting. Well, if Yins go on any of these trips, we hope you'll let us know. You can get in our DMs at CityCastPGH on Instagram or email us Pittsburgh at CityCast.fm. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you want to check out any of our recommendations in print and writing in your email, you can make sure you're subscribed to our Hate Pittsburgh newsletter or look online. We're pittsburgh.citycast.fm. We'll be back with more getaway ideas tomorrow morning. See you in soon.
when you say belly crawling, do you mean like literally like hands and knees, but like your tummy like scrapes the surface or? No, that's smaller than that. What do you do? Do you just wiggle like a snake? Yeah, you got to wiggle like a snake. 